What's good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Winning Picks Weekly. As always, my name is John Malika. Joined by my buddy, my co-host, my pal, my main man, Greg Albert, the video producer of Knicks, Jets, etc. Also on all the Jets episodes. Well, I'll say 90% of the Jets episode. Yep, what up, yep. Greg? Yeah, missed the last two, but I'll be back later this week when we uh, preview the upcoming game. Dude, not not much. Just gambling away, having a great time <laughs> with it. Went to the casino last weekend out in uh, Mohegan Sun. It was the first time I've ever been there. I don't know if you've been there before. Really nice casino. Two different casinos there, so you get a little bit of everything. It was great, man. It was a lot of fun. Played some sick bow, played some roulette, played some slots. Did my thing, so I'm ready to, back, right, well, ready to talk NFL. I hope it went better than uh, your week 14. We're here to bounce back. Oh, I need a big um, bounce back, yeah. No need, no need to talk about the negative, but at least my, my hold your nose hit. I went, I was above 500 uh, at 7-6, and six, and I hit one best bet out of all of our six to, to combine. <laughs> yeah. We, went, uh, yeah. We, 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 we had a tough go at it. it but here we are. easy. It's week 15. I told you I was scared of that slate. It's week 15. I like half of these games, and the other half I don't. And for some way, some crazy, I don't know what Mercury is, whatever. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what's going on. But I love all the pro- most of the primetime games, including all three Saturday games. Okay. So it's weird. I know. Usually I hate that. So yeah. here, we are. here we are. Let's just start off with the Thursday game. Division. Technically, the division's still alive because of this game. For sure. It's a short week. San Francisco 49ers, of course, the mystery relevant, the, the the Purdy show. They not only have the injury to Debo Samuel, who he's definitely out this game. Yeah. Purdy himself might be out, and that means Josh Johnson will be in. And Josh Johnson has been on almost every single team in the league, including the New York Jets. They just signed <laughs> him this week. That would be... That would be really tough if if they're starting him. On the other hand, they're they're lucky because they are playing the Seattle Seahawks, who cannot defend the run. Yeah, but I mean, at, at, at what point? <laughs> like, like at, at what point can we not guard Christian McCaffrey if literally Josh Johnson is a quarterback? I just then no Debo Samuel. And I don't know. Out. Yeah, it's like okay, we got two guys to cover. We got Kittle and McCaffrey. We'll live without you killing us if he kills us. Josh Johnson's not going to hear a single thing in Seattle, man. He's not yeah. going to be able to hear a play. It's Thursday. All on the road, it's short week. Very division tough. game. Seattle needs this win. They've been reeling. Okay. They're one of, that, one of the early hot teams. They've been falling off. Greg, plus three and a half. If we were allowed to do primetime best bets, this would be my bet. One of my best bets. I absolutely love the Seattle Seahawks up plus three and a half. One of the easiest games to me of the whole week. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you nailed it. You you talked about most of it. I don't know if I have too much more to add. I like Seattle. I've liked them all year. Got Geno Smith going in my uh, playoffs right now. I need a big week from him, <laughs> to your point. They've been kind of slowing up on offense a little bit. Kenneth Walker's been hurt, banged up. They've been going through running backs, man. I mean, at one point, two weeks ago, they were down to their fourth string running back <laughs> and stuff. So they're bringing guys in. They're trying to figure out the run game. They're pass-reliant. Makes them a little one-dimensional. San Francisco has some injuries on offense, but their their defense is legit. So, you know, they can definitely, on the road, defense plays. They can keep them in this game. I think it's going to be close. I hope it's high scoring for fantasy purposes. But to your point, plus three, plus three and a half, whatever it is, I love a home team getting points in a divisional game. This late in the season when it matters, uh, give me Seattle for sure. All right, and that 
brings us right to the Saturday slate. A nice little Thanksgiving Saturday slate. I love how the NFL has managed uh, with no college football. They put the Saturday slate now, and then they respect the NBA on Christmas Eve, where they have the entire Christmas Eve Saturday slate as if it's a Sunday because Sunday belongs to the NBA. Just absolutely phenomenal work. So glad they're degenerates just like us. They know we need to be there for all the games. Yeah. Right. And we just talked about it with with uh, with Seattle. It's very pertinent here with Minnesota. I can tell you firsthand, man. Okay. And this is again the reeling Vikings who just lost to to the Lions. It is loud in Minnesota, dude. It is loud inside U.S. Bank. We have the Colts. We got Jeff Saturday. We got Maddie Ice coming in here catching four and a half. I think four and a half is too low. I mean, I know for the last couple of weeks, Vegas has been try is been fading Minnesota by the lines. You know what I mean? Yeah. From, even from the Jets game and then the Lions game, it's just like Vegas is telling you, you got to bet the other team. And we did, and it worked out finally for the Lions. I'm back on the Vikings. The Vikings are going to absolutely smash Indy. I am too. It's my first best bet of the day. Like, as tough as Minnesota was, like you were talking about, Minnesota against us, the Jets, had that bend-don't-break defense. Last week, they broke. Their offense was good, though. Dallin Cook didn't do too much. Got a touchdown, though. Justin Jefferson should have had a touchdown, but had 220 yards to go with. That awesome play that they called out. I couldn't believe they called him out. How Um, do you have that without a touchdown? It's so crazy. I mean, Garrett Wilson did it, but I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of yards, (laughs) a lot of catches to have no touchdowns, but... Dude, Minnesota's offense is not the problem. It's that defense. Like I said, last week they broke. Uh, Detroit's offense is legit. You talked about it last week. You tried to warn all of us. Jared Goff, top 10 most quarterback passing stats. I mean, Amon St. Brown, have him in Jamal Dynasty. Williams. He's great. Yeah, I mean, they right. They added in the league Williams. of touchdowns, bro. 14 touchdowns now. It's insane. Like, we'll get into it <laughs> like later. League, yep. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, they're legit. So, I think the Colts aren't as legit, so I think it's more back to bending and not breaking than breaking. I'm not worried about this Colts offense. I'm not worried about this Colts defense. We saw how they played down the stretch against Dallas, and they let up with four touchdowns in the fourth quarter, it felt like, before the bye week. To your point, these teams going into the bye week, trying to get that win. The Colts were covering that entire game, and then just fell apart at the end. So not worried about that. Minnesota, I think they bounced back here, minus four and a half at home. I just think they're the more complete team. My first best bet of the day. I got a little theme on my best bet. So starting off strong in Minnesota. <laughs> All right. I, I know we're allowed to do the, the Thursday, Saturday uh, best bets. But, yo, I, I love that, man. Oh, yeah. I, I love the Vikings. Easily could easily be a best bet here. Let's jump to the 4 o'clock. And this should be an interesting game on paper. It technically is an interesting game because it's a division. It's Deshaun Watson. He's at home. Is this the first home game for the Browns for Deshaun Watson? Yeah, since he's been back, that that that's going to be big. Yeah, because they were in Cincinnati, Houston. Huntley for the Ravens. He's injured, but he practiced today, so maybe he's actually going to play. He's plus. The Ravens are plus two and a half at Cleveland. It's a short week, even though if it's even though it's just a day, man. I got to take the Browns here, dude. I really think that the Browns could somehow sneak into this into this dance. I, I know it's crazy, but it starts right here. These these this division continues to play each other down the stretch here for the last four games. It's very possible with 
no Lamar, then maybe Lamar back on the first day back off injury. It's very possible here that the Ravens could fall apart quick. The magic number is 10. They're at nine. Uh, the Browns, obviously, they cannot get to 10. It's it's a huge game. I'm taking the Browns at home. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like, was it two seasons ago when Lamar got hurt or a season ago when Lamar got hurt and Huntley came in, dude, and Huntley played fine for like a stretch. I think he played like four games um, in Lamar's absence. He's uh, Lamar's missed time over the course of his career, and they got this Huntley guy who plays a similar style, can run the ball, doesn't have the best arm, but he gets the job done, and I feel like the team plays better around him. I think Baltimore's defense is really rounding into form throughout the second half of the season. I think they, going into the season, we all talked about them as being like a division winner, conference winner, and stuff like that, and their defense just let them down. I guess their offense early in the season, they had so many double-digit, you know, giving up double-digit leads in the fourth quarter to start the season. They should already have 11 wins on the season, 10 wins on the season. I just think they get it done. I think people freak out when Huntley's in over Lamar because he's a backup QB, but I don't feel like Huntley's that crazy of a drop-off. I mean, Lamar is special when Lamar is at the top of his game, but that happens once every six weeks. Like, when Lamar's playing just an average game, Huntley can, I think, recuperate like 80% of that. So I think he's pretty good. I like the Ravens getting two and a half. Granted, it's on the road against a division opponent. That's tough. But I think it's going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be a slugfest. So give me the Ravens plus the points, two and a half in this one. We also all just right. can't have all the same picks. That was another thing, too. I mean, I mean that has nothing to do with it here. I, I could see now why you say the next couple, next uh, one's coming up here. And that jumps us to the night game. And I don't know if this is just our Jets bias or this is because McDaniels uh, bringing heaters with him at 55-degree weather in California. Tough look. <laughs> Going up on a Saturday night, NFL doing them no favors in Buffalo. Buffalo fighting for the uh, first seed to get that one bye. And the reporter in Buffalo <laughs> straight up just told Josh Allen that his offense is not a Super Bowl offense like in some weird uh, comment question. Yeah. Uh, I just I feel like the Bills are motivated here. I think they're going to crush Miami. So I, I, I love the Bills here. Yeah, I mean, I do too. Uh, it's tough for me because there's a lot of points, seven and a half points. The Dolphins already beat Buffalo once this season. So granted, it's tough to beat a team twice. Um, and I just think Tyreek Hills, you know, on the injury report this week, I feel like two is on the injury report every week. So Miami just banged up a little bit. You know, there's been all the talk. I think I talked about it last week, too, how the Miami always has the out where if Tua plays a full game, they're really good. We lost. He played a full game last week, and they stunk. So <laughs> I think this is a chance for them to bounce back. Again, division game, seven and a half points. That concerns me a little bit. But I think the public betting was all over Miami. 75% of the money on Miami. I just think that's too high. I think the Buffalo Bills are just getting it in gear, getting ready for that that playoff push. Plus, like you said, they're at home. It's at night. It's going to be cold. The Bills Mafia is going to be tailgating all day long for this game, a divisional game, the first Saturday night game of the season. It's going to be an absolute menace there. And 
you said it too. They took the heaters on the road in 55 degree weather, man. Like that's that's suspect, and it's early December. It's not late December. It's not January. So I don't know. I just feel like Tyreek Hill just gets hurt way too much. Jalen Waddle has completely, I think, disappeared the last five weeks, six weeks. There was a there was a stretch there to start the season. The first six weeks, six eight weeks, where he was going off for 100 and 150. I feel like in a touchdown every other game. I haven't heard much from him at all. I think people are kind of wising up a little bit to this Mike McDaniel's offense a little bit. So give me the Bills at home. I just think they're a better team. Minus seven and a half sucks to to give the touchdown and the hook, but it's so gross that it makes me like it a little bit. All right. Jumping to the one o'clock slate here, Greg. Speaking of gross. This is one of my favorite games. I can't wait for this. You know, I I want to make it the best bet of mine. You know what? I I am going to make this the best bet of mine. And this is the Atlanta Falcons. Desmond Ritter, baby. Game one. I'm on the Ritter train here. Mariota taking his bag and going home. Dude, give me a freaking break. Plus three and a half at the New Orleans Saints. Besides my confidence in Atlanta off a bye, which, you know, Everyone's going to have an opinion about that because the Falcons are so up and down. But they're fighting for a play- their playoff life. And number two, the Saints should not be three minus three and a half versus anyone. It doesn't matter. Versus the Texans. I'm not. I'm not they're not minus three and a half. So uh, I'm making the. You know what? Hold your nose. Take the Falcons. Plus three and a half. Rookie quarterback. Looks gross. You don't want it. Saints, they're surely going to come back. Saints are not going to come back. The Saints stink, and the Falcons plus three and a half is is, is fantastic. They got Koo back there as a nice kicker too. They're all they're going to be playing conservative. They know it's a rookie quarterback. I love the Falcons, man. Hold your nose and take them. Yeah, I think last week was my line in the sand Atlanta game, if I remember correctly, where I took them. I was like, if they don't cover, this is it. I'm never taking them again. Um, or no, two weeks ago, maybe was it week 13 going into the bye week. And of course they lost, they played Pittsburgh, they lost. So I'm in a tough spot here because I absolutely hate both these teams, the Saints and the Falcons, but I'm going to go with Atlanta here. Like to your point, Desmond Riddick shakes it up a little bit. It, it, to me, it's like a tale of two, you know, different situations. Like I, I are the Saints just going to let Andy Dalton play all season and get you four or five wins like it's crazy to me like I guess Jameis did get hurt at some point but it seems like he's able to go I just don't get how you're gonna play a whole season you have no (laughs) draft picks next year right they traded their draft picks away Mm -hmm. so you're just gonna play with Andy Dalton for the next two years three years and just win four games a season like he's six years past his prime I just don't get what uh, what the Saints are doing. So be- for that reason, I have to go with Atlanta. I like Atlanta switching up here. Like, you're not getting anything the last three weeks out of Marcus Mariota. He was good to start the season, but teams have figured it out that all you do is run the ball. Go to Desmond Ritter, the young guy. I liked him in Cincinnati. Let's see what he's got. So plus three and a half. Again, a division game on the road, and you're taking the better team and getting points. I love it. So give me Atlanta in this one. And he still have a chance at the division, man. It's insane. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. especially if Tampa Bay loses this week, and boy, do they have a tough matchup. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get to the end of four o'clocks. Let's stay here. Let's just let's just do it, man. We 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 talked about this team earlier with the Saturday matchup because of last week's game. 
You got the Detroit Lions coming into MetLife at a pick'em. And dude, the New York Jets coming off a really tough loss to the Buffalo Bills. And this is an absolute must win for them. With Mike White being hurt, with Quinn Williams 50-50, I see why it's a pick'em. Detroit's been hot. Top 10 quarterback this year. Number one running back statistically this year, 14 freaking touchdowns, not even the start in the beginning of the year. Just crazy, dude. Uh, Jameson Williams, he's he's great now. Of course, he's nice and fully healthy for the Jets. DJ Chark is fully healthy versus the Jets. Reynolds has been even getting in there. They're, they're loaded. I think the Jets are going to absolutely demolish this team in MetLife when they're not in a dome. The D- Detroit's going to be on the road. In the element, it's going to be cold on Sunday. It might be wet. I love the grit of the New York Jets. It, this is a desperation game. The Lions, they have a great offensive line, sure, which is tough, especially if we don't have Quinn Williams. I get it. But we have, we. I'll take our secondary against Jared Goff all day long. I don't care. I don't care if he has time. CJ Mosley hopefully doesn't jump over the line and fourth down, hopefully makes some tackles. Uh, doesn't let Jamal Williams kill us. Uh, I, I'm taking the Jets here, man. What do you got? I'm going Detroit just for the simple reason. I just think we're too banged up, man. It's tough to say, but it's like we've been injured so many times to so many key positions that at some point it's just like, what are you like? What are you gonna do? Like, if you don't have Quinn Williams and you trot Mike White out there, but he gets hurt in the first quarter and can't go because he broke two ribs. It's like, what are we? Where are we at? We're back to Zach Wilson again, and our defense. Dude, our defense looked tough after Q Will came out in the second half of that game last week. Okay, but how much? But still, the Buffalo Bills, the potent offense, still can't, still couldn't get it rolling versus. You know what I mean? We we got we got had to get two flips, one by the tight end, one yeah. by one by the quarterback. Yeah, I, I, they, they they got a fumble with Joe Flacco. Like to, to finally get put in position, CJ Mosley jumped off. Yeah, Michael Carter fumble. I mean, still, even with all that, you yeah, know what I mean? Jets were fine. It, to me, yeah, but to me, that's like uh, I know Michael Carter like is technically the starter and stuff, but he's he's really not good enough to be a starter. But it's like that's like the kind of my point about the injury thing. It's like because we're so injured, we have second and third string guys playing key positions and playing key minutes, and then they're causing. They're making bad plays or getting turnover or causing turnovers or fumbling the ball, like whatever, whatever you want to say. But here's the thing, Greg. We we we're gonna talk about uh, you know, on the Jets episode, we talked about it a little on the rapid reaction. But what's so frustrating is these are these are the starters here, like like Bam Knight is is the undrafted free agent on on the back. Michael Carter is the you know quote unquote starter. That's what's frustrating. C.J. Mosley is a quote unquote starter. I mean, he's the one making these crazy mistakes. You know what yeah. I mean? That's what's frustrating, dude. Yeah, I mean, Michael Carter, you're we're splitting hairs a little bit because Brees Hall is a starter. Michael Carter's the de facto I'm saying right starter. Now. Yeah, right, right now because of injuries. That's what I'm saying. Like, it all piles up. Like, was it Nate Herbig had, like, what, two false starts in the first half last week because AVT is hurt? Michael Carter had a fumble because he was playing because Brees Hall is hurt. Like, other people in the defensive line let up big runs up the middle because Q Will is hurt. That's why I just think we're too banged up right now. I think Detroit's playing pretty well. I think their defense low-key has been playing a little bit better, but that offense is just humming. To your point, they can do it at all three phases with you know the passing attack, 
short to long distance with Jay, with uh, Williamson now out there running 50-yard touchdowns down. Chark looks great. And then they have uh, the, the rushing attack, leading rusher in the NFL. It's crazy to say, but they got him on their team. So I'm worried about it, man. I'm worried about them just scoring 14 points and then just running the ball all day because we have no interior defensive line presence. Our linebackers suck despite what the coaches say. I don't care what any of the coaches say or the Jet staff. Our linebackers suck. So I'm just, ner- I'm just nervous. I'm just nervous about it. So I'll go with Detroit in this one. Like I said, if they get any type of lead, and Mike dude. White gets hurt, dude. Imagine if Mike White gets hurt because he because he's playing with he went he got rushed to the hospital last week after the game. Well, that, that was just precautionary, just precautionary. Oh uh, yeah, 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 precautionary ambulance trip. You know, everyone <laughs> yeah, knows. They... Everyone knows. Everyone knows about those. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. want to check on the spleen. But listen, dude, if the Jets lose this game, they're not making the pl- they they might not make the playoffs. So they yeah. they can't lose this game. I know. I'm I'm nervous about it. All right. Let's jump to a little a little bit of ease here, something to, to ease our minds, a game that I want to sit back and enjoy. And that's Sammy Darnold at home look, looking for that same division, man. I, I love Sam Darnold so much. Look at out here with his with his ginger beard, just trying to just trying to win games out in Carolina. Minus two and a half against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh really let me down last week. I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm gonna be straight up. I I was about to I was ready to I have a wager I have a feature on Pittsburgh to make the playoffs that I took pretty late I I'm all over Pittsburgh it's not gonna happen they stink give me Carolina minus two and a half they're playing great defense they're running the ball and Sam Darnold minus two and a half no problem they're this division's still alive man Atlanta's gonna be six and eight and Carolina's gonna be six and eight. And Tampa Bay is going to be six and eight. It's like you said; it's all for grabs. It's crazy to say that the Carolina Panthers are in the hunt, in the sniffing around, whatever you want to say. It at this point, Matt Rule may be the worst coach of all time. Yeah, and <laughs> going against a great coach, I'm like Tomlin, but dude, he cannot get these boys going. I don't know what it is. I mean, Mitch Trubisky last week just absolutely murdered the Pittsburgh Steelers and any chances they had. You know, Kenny Pickett's been what two concussions already this season. That's a little concerning for a young quarterback. Very concerning, good. man. He's looked very good, concerning. Though. Yeah, so it's tough. Firemouth is hurt. Yeah, they got tons of injuries. I really do believe that Najee Harris has been injured all season. It's just tough in Pittsburgh right now. So I'm with you. Give me Carolina minus two and a half at home, coming off a couple good wins here. They've put it together since Matt Rule left. I mean, if if the Carolina Panthers make the playoffs, like. Does Nebraska fire Matt Rule? Are they just like, dude, never mind. Jim Leonard it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> even know. Like, dude, it's 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 a tough scene. So uh, I'm you know, so happy. I'm so happy that Todd Bowles stinks and Matt Rule stinks. I don't care. I don't care who hears this. I don't care who's upset by that. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy that they just stink. I'm so happy Adam Gates can't get a job. Is it Steve Wilkes? It's not is the, is the coach now? Yeah. I but like it's not him. you. It's yeah. not us. It's you. Yeah. It's not us. Is you uh, uh, speaking of? Uh, I don't Tom Brady's about to have his worst season of all time, and it's Todd Bowles' best season of all time. That's all you need to know. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I did not, I did not, I did not realize that. We're talking a lot about Tampa, but yo, it's so funny because I was listening to a podcast there with Mangold Sanchez and Rex Ryan. Yeah, and Rex Ryan talking all this smack about Sanchez and like doing all these things. Like, 
dude, if your coach stinks, like you just stink. Like <laughs> yeah. he's, he's making, he's running all the shots. It's so funny the way he was talking about it. So it's as simple as that. All right. Speaking of good coaches versus bad coaches, <laughs> Eagles in Chicago. Eagles minus eight and a half at the Bears. Justin Fields might be hurt. And on the other hand, Jalen Hurts might be the MVP. And videos of Jalen Hurts on the bench, stone cold, where uh, AJ AJ Brown, all these other players are having a great time, having a ball, joking around, and Jalen Hurts is just deadpan, up by 21, like just serious, like ready to get to work. I love that so much. Like you could interpret that in so many ways. Like, oh, he doesn't care about his guys. Oh, not. He's just like, dude, I. I don't care that you guys are veterans. I'm young. I'm the MVP. I don't care. I'm just trying to win games. And it was the Giants, and they were killing. It was crappy weather. It did not. I don't know. I, I I'm last game, even though it was the Giants, and even though it was my best bet, even though I love the Eagles, I took them every way, shape, and form I could. I actually they put me on the bandwagon last week. Officially, I officially think the Eagles are good. Took me a while. Oh. Like I'm, I'm, I'm finally, I'm finally on the Eagles are officially the best team in the league right now. Last week, I know it was a stinky Giants, but the way they, the way they did it, running the ball, playing defense, quarterback, throwing big first down, special teams, holding back the storm in the second half. Like I, I'm, I'm a big believer. Eagles, don't bet. Just, exact, exact same words I used last week. Uh, but this is the Greg way. Don't think, just bet. Eagles again minus eight and a half. They're gonna absolutely crush the Bears. Remember what the Jets did to the Bears? Do you guys? You know, this is the Philadelphia Eagles. Same deal. Justin Fields might be hurt, might be not. It's the same thing. It's deja vu. Eight and a half. Take the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I mean, we might double best bet curse them right here because I'm going with the Eagles. I'm going as my second best bet because I just think the Eagles are so much better than everyone. Um. So, yeah, I'm locking in Philadelphia, to your point. I think you said a lot of things great there. Justin Fields plays. I'm a little concerned about the cover just because I feel like he has a couple of those 60-yard runs or big plays in him where he can get you points in a hurry. Uh, Breaking news. Claypool stinks. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That trade stunk. Yeah. Um. But yeah, dude. I, if he doesn't play, what do you like? What are they gonna do? How are they gonna compete? They don't have a defense. The offense, like you said, is really devoid of talent. When it's besides uh, field, so um, yeah, give me Philadelphia in this one minus eight and a half. I'll take it. That's fine. My second best bet of the day. Another NFC team. Another NFC powerhouse. All right, jumping into everyone's weird darling. Right now, the Jacksonville Jaguars, everyone just wants the Jaguars to be good. But as soon as you want the Jaguars to be good, they are very bad. And the Jaguars are at home catching four and a half against the 10 and three Dallas Cowboys. I know Dallas has some injuries, but this to me seems kind of insane. It, I understand it could be a trap game for Dallas to go into Jacksonville after a weird game versus the Texans, but it's just quite the opposite for me. I think Dallas is going to absolutely demolish the Jaguars. Like, I feel like I am on the the Joe side here, taking, like, double-digit favorites everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, Eagles, you know, minus – but it's only eight and a half. Like, Dallas, 
It's only my. It's only four and a half. Like I, I feel like I don't know what I'm missing here. That's Maybe this was, is my what am I missing? I was pick gonna of the ask, week. can I do a, what am I missing and the best bet on the same pick? Because this is for sure. This is so much a what am I missing pick. This is my third and final best bet. Because I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> I know three things to be true, John. The sun is gonna rise tomorrow. The Mets are gonna fuck up free agency. <laughs> and the Jaguars stink. Like those are just truths about life in general. You could take that to the grave. You could take it to the bank. The Mets are going to screw up this free agency somehow. We lost Carlos Correa already. We're going to the Jaguars are going to suck. They have five wins. They might get six by the end of the season. We're playing them next week or in a couple weeks. So I'm not going to talk too crazy, even though I just said some crazy stuff already for the Jaguars. They just stink. How is it four points? How does Dallas go from being 14 point favorites or 13 point favorites against Houston to four point favorites against Jacksonville? Do you think it's you think it's the market just correcting itself because of what happened last week? I don't know. I really don't know. I I can't figure it out. And the other thing I can't figure out about it is that if you look at the public betting, ninety five percent of the money is on Jacksonville. That is crazy. Like what is going on? Does does does, <laughs> does does Dallas not have Zeke and Pollard all of a sudden? Do they not have Dak Prescott? Do they not have Brown, Gallup, and CeeDee Lamb? Like, I just don't get what's going on. They had a down week last week. This is the ultimate bounce-back spot. Yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars suck. I mean, dude, besides Trevor Lawrence looking good, what do they have on offense? Etienne was the hottest name in the world six weeks ago, but no one's talking about him now. They don't have any receivers. Dude, give me Dallas in an absolute route. I love them alternate line, but I'm taking them here minus four and a half. My third and final best bet that completes my NFC juggernaut best bet combo for this weekend. Dallas, Minnesota, and the Philadelphia Eagles. It's the NFC's weekend, boys. All right. I am with you on Dallas here. Let's jump to the last game of the one o'clock. The team that we just mentioned a bunch of times versus Houston. The versus Dallas, and that is Houston. The one eleven and one. Oof, what That's, a record! What a record! You might never Plus, see that again. Yeah, maybe it might. That might be a a record origami. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> four ones and a record. Never gonna happen again. Um, plus thirteen and a half versus Kansas City Chiefs. Seems like a lot, but Damian Pierce is hurt. And if Damian Pierce is hurt, Houston does not stand a chance, especially after being a darling last week. Where's the public here? I can imagine everyone's on on Houston. I love Kansas City here. They're going to absolutely roll Houston. I see 99% of the money on Houston. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. everyone's gone insane. Yeah, like that's just crazy to me. I think Houston had their big game. This is, again, I talked about a bounce-back spot for Dallas. I think this is an incredible let down spot for the Texans to your point. Like I say, don't think just throw. This is my hold my nose pick of the week. I love Kansas city here. Minus 13 and a half. I think they win this game by 40. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. Think it could be, I, think, I seriously think it could be like 48 to 10. You know what? I agree so much. I'm making this my third best bet <laughs> because I, I know it's chalky. Like I, I 
You I know it's chalky, but I have to. I have to. I, I'm gonna Houston, take another. I want to take another game, but it's too close. Yeah, and if you're Houston, you just can't have multiple. Your your team's not good enough to have multiple games like that. Like you had, you played, uh, Deshaun Watson the f- two weeks ago. That's an emotional game. Your defense gave you something, <laughs> but your offense killed you with pick sixes and special teams giving up plays. Then you play Dallas. You play your hearts out. Maybe a little rivalry. I think you mentioned it last week. It should be more of a rivalry. 13-point games, you're winning some of that game. You should have won that game. And then all of a sudden, now you have Kansas City. Like, it's just going to – the wheels are going to fall off at some point. You can't keep this up when you're a 1-11-1. I thought I I was a prophet where the the Texans are about to beat the Cowboys after I was like, this is a rivalry game. This is all of a sudden going to be a weird, like, not division, but still weird, like, rivalry that's always going to come up. And – I. But I would tell you what, man. At no point did I think the Houston was gonna actually win that game. <laughs> like yeah. even even when they're up, no matter how much time's on the clock, I'm like, dude, Dallas is gonna win this game. Yeah. So yeah, the Kansas City's gonna roll here. Definitely like them first half as well. All right. Yeah. Four PMs. These two games are absolutely and positively disgusting. Yeah. Like I, I'm gonna be at a Secret Santa. Uh, I'm so happy. Right, because this like this day we didn't even mention it starts with the World Cup final in the morning, so like we have True. we have Saturday all we have three games on Saturday as if it's Thanksgiving, and then all of a sudden on Sunday you wake up early, you get the World Cup, and then the, you go into a straight full, full slate of games, way better than the nine o'clock London game. This is the freaking World Cup, and it's at ten a.m. bleeds right into the one o'clock's. And then you're finally gonna get your break at four o'clock, man. You finally get your break, and that's Arizona at Denver. Yikes! Minus two and a half for Denver. I guess. Uh, sure, like that's fine. I guess that's good. I like the under in this game. Is it over twenty four and a half, Greg? <laughs> what's the what's the over yeah. under here? I don't know, but it's gotta be low. It's gotta be going thirty six and a half. Thirty six and a half. Oh my God! Right on the money, dude. I promise you. I promise you. I did not see that. I have not looked at that at all. That is. That's an Iowa number. That is a low, low. <laughs> this is an Iowa game. Yeah. This is an Iowa game, dude. That's a that's a perfect number. Shout out Vegas for for that number. Yeah, I don't have too much analysis here. I swore off Denver. This game's gonna suck. <laughs> what I think it's gonna be low scoring. We talk about it the college episodes. If you haven't been checking those out, please check out both. But. I'll give you a little tidbit here if you just watch the NFL episodes. If it's going to be low scoring, take the points. Give me Arizona, plus two and a half. I think they're okay. Kyler Murray's obviously a big loss, but uh, I'm blanking on the backup quarterback's name there. He's okay. Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy, he's okay. He'll come in. He gets a little bit of time to prep this week where he didn't last week. He just got thrown into the game. You know, I got Hopkins going. I need him to do something in these playoffs. I like Arizona in this one. Denver's defense is really good. I've said it once. I said it ten thousand times this season. The offense might be the worst in NFL history. Can't bet them. <laughs> All right, I'm thinking Denver. You know why you could bet them? Because you can't score points against Denver. Yeah. I mean, you, you you kick field goals in Denver. McManus, our guy, he's a beast. Even if it's the backup quarterback, at, at some point it might be better, dude. Ripen is a beast. He's be, he beat the Jets before. Yeah. Remember, like Ripen can play even if it's Ripen at home. Uh, if Wilson gets yanked or if he gets hurt, whatever the case is, the three and ten Denver. Maybe they don't want to put out their franchise quarterback. You know, they could just you know sell it like that. Like, hey man, we have you for a zillion dollars. Just sit down. <laughs> you have a, you have a, yeah, we spent a quarter on your of a billion dollars on you. We don't need you to win the fourth win of the season, <laughs> week sixteen. Yeah. Like, it's a, it'd be a huge hematoma on his head. Like it's. Yeah. 
Uh, that, that's tough. Okay, yeah, I, I like Denver here. They have an elite defense, and everyone keeps forgetting it. But their defense is just unbelievable, man. If they get a real offense, they're going to be uh, a, team, a team to reckon with. All right. Patriots at Vegas. This game means so much to me and us as Jets fans. It's because I just want, you know, like the, the, the big bully, big brother to just lose. I want him to get beat up. You know, I, I but I just hate the little brother, dude. I hate the, I hate the kid. I hate Josh McDaniels. I, I don't like him. I don't trust him at all. But I'm I'm on his side. It's a pick 'em. Vegas at home. Is Vegas technically still alive? I I don't I'm I don't think so. I think they're just playing for pride here, but I still think this is definitely a pride game for them. Derek Carr, Devontae Adams. Problem is, dude, they might get sacked eight times. Derek Carr might get sacked eight times this game. Vegas is still alive. So this, I mean, it's at least it's, it's important. Uh, the problem is, dude, I think it's such a mismatch. Like, the defensive front for the Patriots is is literally unreal. Yeah, they're, they're the seventh seed right now, New England. All right, I'm 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 just I'm just gonna bet with my heart here. You swore off Denver. I I I I swear off Belichick. I just hate him. Like if it's not an obvious game, if it's a pick 'em, if I need them to lose, I'm I'm just gonna take Vegas here. Don't recommend it. I would say fade me here because it is Bill Belichick with a crazy front against Josh freaking McDaniels and the Raiders offensive line. I mean, feels too easy. Feels dumb. But I'm gonna go with McDaniels. Yeah, I'm taking New England here. It just it reminds me of like when uh, Nick Saban plays like one of his former assistants that just went off to another SEC school and he just absolutely molly wops him. I just assume it's going to be the same thing here. I just, I like Bill Belichick against a former protege or former soft, a former offensive coordinator for him. I just think New England's going to bring new things that they got, old things that they got, things that they know work against McDaniel that give him trouble and. Vegas's team just isn't very good. I don't know what the status is of Josh Jacobs right now. Looks like he at least he injured his finger last week. I don't know if he broke his finger last week. So I mean, it's but, tough to hold Devontae on. Adams, Devontae Adams leading the wide receiver categories. You know what I mean? Like they don't stink, stink, and they do have Mad Max. Yeah, they got Waller some coming for back. Sure. Does that mean anything to you? No, just because he hasn't done anything. Josh Jacobs limited participant with a hand injury this week today so okay so he might play he might not you never know but to me it's just it's simple it's bill belichick versus josh mcdaniels just give me bill belichick new england in this one all right moving on titans at chargers and this is another huge game for the new york jets yeah and honestly this is a huge game for both teams independently all right. I mean, of course, the Jet, the the last game, Vegas Patriots, big game for both independently, sure, but not do or die. I feel like this might, this is going to start coming to do or die territory for these two teams, especially with their schedule coming up. Titans need a get right game, man. They need to close this division. This is getting embarrassing. This is worse than the Atlanta Falcons, New England Patriots. You know, one game blowing of a lead. This is so bad, dude. Yeah, seven and six now. This and here, here's what's funny about this game. I don't know what to call it, but it, they're complete. It's like when two opposite forces meet each other here, and it's a perfect storm because the Titans, as soon as you say the Titans are good, they play bad. As soon as you say the Titans are bad, they play good. On the other hand, 
But the Chargers, as soon as you say the Chargers are bad, they play good. As soon as the Chargers are good, they play bad. It's the same thing. They're, co- they're copycats. Crazy. They're, they it's mimic like each other. two it's forces coming together. Like, I don't, I don't know where, but fortunately, they're both on the opposite sides of the spectrum right now where the yes. Chargers are looking hot. Yes. So they're due to look bad, and the Titans are looking bad, and they're due to look good. So and and, and that's why this is why originally this was my third best bet, but I switched to Kansas City because I just got too hyped talking about how easy that game is going to be. But I absolutely love this Tennessee team in a get right, man. Yeah, I'm with you. The tide has swung. Everyone's talking about how good the Chargers look. Keenan Allen's coming along. Mike Williams came back from injury and played well. I mean, Austin Eckler's having a great season all season. And conversely, everyone's down on the Titans. They stink. They got no weapons. The offense looks terrible. The defense really hasn't been playing that good either. Yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. To your <laughs> point, this is such an easy Titans pick because of exactly what you said. These teams are exactly the same. Everyone's on the Chargers, so they're going to play bad. Everyone's off the Titans, so they're going to play good. This might be the easiest pick of the day. Yeah, I think so too, man. All right. Last four o'clock game. Huge four o'clock slate. Wow. All right. Maybe the end of these four o'clocks are better than the beginning of the four o'clocks now, now that we take a little deeper dive in here. But I yeah. don't know. Is this game gonna even be close, man? We talked about it all this whole entire episode. We're finally here. It's the Cincinnati Bengals, nine and four, looking for a division, man. Oof. You're gonna have to go into ten to Cincinnati to win a playoff game. Might be hard for any team at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay just looks so bad. Plus three and a half. They're six and seven. Have a chance to go six and eight. And dude, what am I missing with this pick, dude? How is it only three and a half with Cincinnati? This should be ten and a half. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just a lot of a lot of money comes in on Tampa Bay because of Tom Brady. So they just don't give it a ton of points. I'm going Cincinnati easy here. I was thinking about a best bet here, but they are on the road, so I stayed away from it as a best bet. And they won last week, so it might be a little bit of a letdown spot. They finally got off the never being able to beat Cleveland train. Um, Tampa Bay is just terrible. Cincinnati's looking really good the last few games. Not too much more analysis than that. Give me uh, Tennessee minus three and a half. All right. This is the biggest game of Sunday. Was this flexed in? Yes. Okay, I was about to say. How on earth did they get did they get this one yeah, so this right? Flexed. I've never seen a game because of the tie between the Giants and Washington that literally is a do or die playoff game, and there's still four we- and there's still three weeks left after this game. This is do or die. Whoever loses this game has no shot because they lose the tiebreaker, and it's it, 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 it's it's virtually over. Do you think there's any chance they tie again? I don't think there's any chance they tie again. Probably a, mm. I'd give you a, a, a one in 200 chance mm. <laughs> or something like that. They, they tie again. However, does it, actually, stupid question, tangent. The statistics go down on whether or not the second game would be a tie or is it like reset every time, like I, a coin? I think it just resets like a coin. Really? All right. I don't know. I, I was just so. thinking. I was thinking it's like, I don't know. I, I don't think two games have ever actually tied back to back. Yeah. So I, I, I was wondering if it goes down. Anyway. We're not math guys here. Regardless, even if I'm not a math guy, four and a half, Greg, makes absolutely no freaking sense to me. Plus four and a half makes – they're begging me to take the Giants. And guess what? I am. 
I, you're begging me. I, I'm going to take it. This game is going to be a field goal game. I understand why it could be a. I understand why it's four and a half though. Okay, it's four and a half because of the teaser. Like yep. they, 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 they want again. They want people to take the Giants ten and a half. That's the most beautiful number I've ever seen in my life. But why? I don't. I, 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 I really don't get it. Do you have any insight? Or are the Giants bad? Am I missing that? This yeah, is Daniel Jones' biggest game of his career, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I agree with you. I think they're begging you to take the Giants, and I'm taking the Giants. I mean, it's just. I don't know. The only thing that scares me is that 90% of the other people are also taking the Giants. A lot of money's on the Giants. Okay, that makes sense. They should. Yeah, I just I just think, like, to your point, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to come down to a field goal, so I'll take the four and a half points. All right, last game, Monday night. <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, the Rams are technically not playing for anything this year, quote-unquote. But you go, somebody go tell Baker Mayfield that he's playing for nothing yeah. this year, bro. That boy is playing for his absolute life. Plus seven and a half is enticing, especially versus the Packers. But the Packers, off a of bye week, Aaron Rodgers getting healthy. That's the last thing anyone needs. <laughs> um, and they're alive too. Yeah. They are alive in this wild card. You don't want to play Green Bay in a wild card game, even though it's Green Bay. I, I, you don't want to play Aaron Rodgers, man. One game where you think it happened, all of a sudden flip the field. You don't want that to happen. I think Packers win this game. Seven and a half is crazy talk. Is everybody on the Packers? Uh, I guess I'm just going to fade. I'll, I'll, I'll just fade here. 75% of the money is on the Los Angeles Rams. Okay, I'll go Green Bay. Yeah, I'm with you. I just think Green Bay is tough. Late, we talked about it. Green Bay does not lose in Lambeau unless you're playing the Jets. I think Baker Mayfield got his signature Rams win last week. I think he fades. Like it wouldn't be surprising to me if it's the third quarter and this game's like twenty four to three. So give me Green Bay minus seven and a half at home. Okay, Greg, that jumps to some people's favorite segments here: the teasers, the Hail Mary parlays. I'm going to start off here with the Hail Mary parlay. We've been talking about it. I'm 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 we we like to say the what if I'm right? What if I'm right about everything and, that, yeah, and that's what yeah. the Hail Mary is? I'm not going with that. I'm just going for what if everything just works out for the Jets? <laughs> we got for John. What if it just works out for the Jets just one week. You know what I mean? I'm going to take a couple spreads cuz although I want it to work out for the Jets, I'm not it, it's not dire. Okay? Like teams like Tampa Bay plus three and a half. You know what I mean? Like take down the AFC team, take down the Bengals and a notch. You know what I mean? Still kind of fighting for a playoff spot. You know what I'm saying? Colts plus four and a half. Kind of, you know, just listen. I know technically, ha ha ha, Colts are alive, but we're not fighting with them. We need Minnesota to be alive for a couple of games here down the stretch. Yep. So it's, it's actually going to be good for the Colts to, to to show up here. So Colts plus four and a half, Tampa plus three and a half, Green Bay minus six and a half. The Rams have to play the Chargers in a couple of weeks. I need the Rams to to, to to be a real football team. All right. Yeah. I, I, you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't think it's going to happen. So I'll, I'm going to stay away from that. Actually, you know what? No, screw it. I'm, I'm it's It's all Jets. It's all Jets. So, Tampa plus three and a half, Rams plus seven and a half, 
Colts plus four and a half, and then we go with the money lines. Browns money line, Bills money line, Jets money line, Raiders money line, Titans money line. And that's plus 12,500. Okay. Love it. I'm putting half a unit on that. I'm trying to make six grand. I already put that in. Love it. Mine's a little bit shorter, a little bit sweeter. Not the big payday that comes with the 12,500 odds, but hopefully it hits. Hail Mary, bro. It's a Hail Mary for sure. But I'm going back to the well. Um, plus 1,500. I hit a three-teamer earlier this season. Trying to hit another three-teamer this this season. The rest, you know, finish out the season. And we talked about these teams, man. I really do think the Tennessee Titans are alive. So I got them money in the line, plus 130. We talked about the Seahawks against San Francisco. A little bit uncertainty. It's tough because it's a Thursday night game. I wasn't sure if I was allowed to do a Thursday night game in here, but I'm throwing it in Seattle, plus <laughs> 148. And then the Falcons against the Saints. We talked about that again, too. You know, it's Desmond Ritter, so you're rolling the dice a little bit here. You don't know what you're going to get with Desmond Ritter. But if it turns out good, I think they could easily beat the Saints on the road. You're indoors just like it is at home. You got a fast team. You got some good players in Atlanta that can compete with the Saints players. Plus 184. You put that all together, it's plus 1,500 in a three-team parlay. All right. Teasers? Yeah, mine's kind of similar. It's a combination of my uh, Hail Mary parlay plus my best bets. So it's a six-team teaser. It's plus 500. And it is the Seahawks plus nine, Minnesota plus one and a half, Kansas City minus eight, Philadelphia Eagles minus three, the Dallas Cowboys plus one and a half, and the Titans plus nine. Again, those six teams get you plus 500 odds. Dude, I can't believe the Titans. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm just going to go with the four-team teaser, dude. Plus 240. Falcons 10.5, Giants 10.5, Rams 12.5, Titans 9. Just give me plus 240. I like Easy. it. Easy enough. All right. Let's go to the full slate here and get out of here. Week 15, tough. All right. Thursday night, 49ers, Seattle, plus three. What you got? Seattle, plus three. Me too. Colts, plus four and a half, Saturday, 1 p.m. at the Vikings, indoors. What do you got? Give me Minnesota, minus four and a half. Me too. Ravens, plus two and a half at the Browns. What do you got? Sean Watson, first game at home. I like Baltimore. I got the Browns here. Watson, baby. Saturday night. Buffalo Bills at home, minus seven, minus seven and a half versus the Dolphins. I like Buffalo. It's going to be cold. Give me Buffalo minus seven and a half. That's my only note. Cold, period. <laughs> Buffalo. 1 p.m. Atlanta at the Saints. I love Atlanta plus three and a half. What do you got, Greg? I got Atlanta plus three and a half. Eagles minus eight and a half at the Bears. What do you got? Eagles minus eight and a half. My, that's one of my best bets, and another best bet of mine was the Falcons. Detroit, pick them at the Jets. What do you got? I unfortunately got Detroit in this one. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Pittsburgh, plus two and a half at my Sam Darnold, Carolina Panthers. I like Carolina minus two and a half. Hell yeah, you like Carolina. 14th season. Dallas Cowboys, minus four and a half at the Jaguars. What am Dallas. I missing? Dallas would have minus four and a half. Also, what am I missing? Also, my third and final best bet, <laughs> along with Minnesota and Philadelphia, the NFC juggernaut. 
That's All right, my point. best my best bet here is Kansas City minus 13 and a half at the 1 11 and 1 Houston Texans. What do you got? I got KC as well. All right. Four o'clock. More four o'clocks here than I've seen in a while. The four. Yeah. Arizona plus two and a half at Denver. What do you got in the 36 and a half over under? I like Arizona. I think it's going to be low scoring. So give me the points. Arizona plus two and a half. I like Denver. You're kicking field goals. So I I like the field goal prop in this game. Yeah. Patriots at Vegas and the pickup. It's the the son versus the dad. McDaniels (laughs) versus Belichick. What do you got? Give me New England. I'm taking Vegas just strictly out of my heart. Titans, get right game versus the Chargers. Chargers minus two and a half at home. What do you got? I like Tennessee. I wonder if Nashville is gonna is gonna travel. Big. This is a this is a big uh, line in the sand fan game for me. See if the Titans fans are real. If they're char- if they're uh, traveling to to L A. Yeah. Cincinnati minus three and a half at Tampa. Tampa plus three and a half with the worst head coach in the league. What do you got? I like Cincinnati minus three and a half. Giants seven five and one plus four and a half at the Washington Redskin Commanders. Seven, five, and one. Minus four and a half. What do you got? Give me New York Giants and the points. Points, points, Me too. Last game, Monday night, Rams-Packers, Baker Mayfield, Aaron Rodgers. What do you got? I like Green Bay minus seven and a half. They don't lose at Lambeau unless it's the Jets. (laughs) Me too. And there it is. Winning Picks Weekly. Winning P Weekly on Twitter. Hit us up. On YouTube, where Knicks coming, Jets coming, ETC period. Nobody writes it out. That's just wild. Jets videos, Knicks videos, winning picks weekly videos, shorts. Check us out. Like, subscribe. Let us know what you got. That's it. Greg, anything else? Winning P Weekly on Twitter? Yeah, podcast available anywhere. Podcasts are available. Go check it out. Like, subscribe, leave a review. Let us know what you think. And we'll see you next week for week 16. It's disgusting to say, but it's week 16 next week, John. We out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.